0: it's time to feel the rage welcome to film rage where we talk movies in theaters streaming and classic films as well directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage my name is bryce and i'm part of the film rage crew which also includes jim hey there jim (laughs) (laughs) Hey. and the man that knows a thing or two about a thing or two it's murray yo hey there my man So, with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on.
1: Okay, well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join. Apparently, there's no one in our community anymore because Buy Me a Coffee dropped all of our members. So, just giving, just any of our listeners who's happening to listen, you can go back and sign back up on it. So... So yeah, I was going to say join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC because all members will get special episodes and content only for members and all members that sign up will get limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot support us by joining our membership, you can still ask us to watch a terrible movie and we will. Thanks to all the countries and listeners from everywhere, including interspace, Wherever that is, we appreciate you all more than you know.
2: To infinity and beyond. And beyond, beyond.
0: Movies are back at Canyon Meadows Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. Time
1: to dance. Oh, streaming, stream, streaming, 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 and, and what?
0: streaming, Jim. And even Murray streamed on the weekend. Streaming.
1: But also some football. Lots of football.
0: Okay. So, first up, uh, we watched at least two-thirds of us, I think. Two-thirds of us, Murray, you didn't take part in... Uh, he didn't partake in the Affleck. Two words, Ben Affleck. I know. Ben Affleck. (laughs) Two of the sweetest words on the face of the earth. Yeah, we watched The Tender Bar on Prime. Dumb, dumb? No, there's there's no dumb dumb with Prime.
2: (laughs) Except the ones who have Amazon Prime. They're dumb dums.
0: Sign me up. So, The Tender Bar. Uh, Ben Affleck and Ty Sheridan star in The Tender Bar, directed by George Clooney. Coming-of-age story that has been told thousands of times before. The thing that elevates this is the performances from Affleck and Sheridan, as well as their interaction with the rest of the cast. Affleck's timing and delivery show the tremendous actor that he is. Sheridan holds his own opposite Affleck as this uncle and nephew, this is our second uncle and nephew movie, in... yes, <laughs> it's like you'll crazy. hear more about There's that. It's going to be like minutes. a floodgate opening here soon. <laughs> At any rate, <clears throat> Sheridan holds his own opposite Affleck as this uncle and nephew have some great interactions throughout the film. The movie is predictable and unoriginal, but it also is sweet and funny and well acted. It is well intentioned and complete and competently directed by Clooney. But aside from the performances. There is nothing to separate it from the rest of the pack when it comes to this type of film that makes it meh Aww. even though affleck was fantastic
1: well let's hear what i had to say about it first off motherfucking christopher lloyd stole every single scene I there was only one does. actor in this movie And if you were in the same room as Christopher Lloyd, I'd never know if there was a second one. That being said, the acting was all great, aside from the period piece acting of Ben Affleck, which as usual was very Queen Elizabeth Chamberpot adjacent. It's hard to come off seeing a film like Come On, Come On, having uncle goodness, no matter what uncle type film follows Come On, Come On, it doesn't stand a chance. But this did a pretty good job. Music was great. In fact, the music was fantastic. Great names for the characters that they had for these characters in this film. I love that part about it. In fact, it took a while to sink in, but I guess I kinda actually really liked the writing a lot actually. So cleverly written. In particular, the scene with JR and his girlfriend and her parents was an epic scene as any relationship scene ever done. Um, It didn't come quite close to the scene in Beanpole, but it was pretty close. It was good. It was very well, very well written. I don't want to dwell on it, so we'll just move on from that. But the film was a bit tropey, as Bryce had kind of alluded to at times. But if you know me and characters... They were also developed so well, by the time we get to the end, the cliches of typical period piece single mother hard life success stories, it didn't really annoy me as much as it usually would. So how do I feel about this film? Everything hung on the edge of the ending. And in spite of Ben Affleck, this film was still a meh. I did have a favorite line. Go
0: ahead. Go oh, ahead.
1: Don't tell anybody, I'm a good grandpa, or everyone will want one. There you go. And again, it was delivered
0: by Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd was fine. He was was transcendent. I don't understand how you can watch Ben Affleck's performance and not say that that was spectacular. I thought
1: it was probably one of the weakest performances I've ever seen of him, to be quite honest. I didn't feel his character had any emotion whatsoever, like he normally can't show. And I just felt it was... Yeah, his uh, his. I think I think his, you go into every acting. movie with
0: Ben Affleck with a bias.
1: I don't go into Ben. ben I, think you do. I I saw the accountant. It was Mondo, and I, he
0: was good in it. I don't understand how you could watch his last two performances and not think that they were Mondo. The, he was he, he was, was completely in
1: awful in the last duel. He and, was not. And, and if I go back one more movie where he was playing the washed-up basketball player, he was even he worse. He was fantastic in he that, was, too. He's never been fantastic.
0: You have, I don't understand. What he you, is you've got some sort of him weird beside block when it comes to Ben Him Affleck.
1: beside Matt Damon, it's like night don't, and day. Don't
0: sit there and just listen to the chatter that's going on in the world and just I go don't listen, along with what everybody else I'm is saying. Not,
1: I don't have to listen to chatter. I make my own chatter. And I'm, I'm chattering right now that Ben Affleck is not a good actor.
0: Ben Affleck is here, here. one of the finest actors of our generation.
1: Mm, my, perhaps my generation's yeah, a little different than yours.
0: I guess just Just so. like
1: the who said my generation. Mhm. My generation.
0: Mine or any My other, generation. Mine or any other generation.
1: Yeah, no. He's bad.
0: He, he is has so he's, good. he's not
1: quite root vegetable. But there's many times where he's very vegetable adjacent. In fact, I think of him more as chamber pot adjacent. I'm
0: completely baffled by this opinion. No. That, and, I, and I know you're not the only one that shares it. There's yeah. so many people that I say I just don't, don't this, find any don't emotion it. in it his It's not just the two
2: people at this table.
1: Yeah, there's two. No, a there's a large
2: majority of the world. And yeah. and they're and all wrong.
1: No, uh, they're no, 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 they're, they're not How wrong. How can everyone
2: yeah. be wrong? They're well, all
1: wrong. Well, as far as he's concerned. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves and everything, but I know he's not a great actor. No, he's not. <laughs> and maybe that's what Bryce has got his blinders on. Maybe I he just likes Ben me. Affleck no, as a I person. No,
3: no, no he has one. a habit yes. of cheating
1: on women and, and doing all kinds of things like yes. that.
0: So I have, I, what does that have to do? And with
1: defend of and trying China? to defend his movies on social media. Yeah, he's well.
2: Put it nicely. He's a dirtbag. Oh, there we go. In Real life, he's a dirtbag. I don't he's know a, him nice a, lot, a lot of great I mean, actors. Nice thing dirt dirt I can say about him because I'd like to say a lot more.
1: But we'll leave it at that I want to keep it beating. It was the, What we can agree on it was Is met. That movie Was meh
0: There you go Yeah it was meh
1: Murray I did already You missed it Just keep doing it <laughs> And Ben Affleck was Also Mondo
2: <laughs> Well I want to rage about it I didn't see the movie so. Nice Alrighty Well We also saw On Netflix Mother dumb slash dumb. android In a post-apocalyptic world Following an android uprising A young pregnant woman And her boyfriend Desperately search for safety To give birth to their child Ugh. And I feel silly just reading that description No spoilers <laughs> that was the whole, just Bryce, the movie. Mr. Holland um, uh, yeah, Mr. Holland's this, this, this movie was pretty bad and unfortunately, I'm the one who picked it, but that's all <laughs> the that Netflix is offering this weekend, so uh. we have to take what they give us, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Just like when we get invaded by aliens and the probe wands come out, we
2: had to take it. As much as I love Chloe Grace Moretz, this was just not her best work, <laughs> other than having to walk miles and miles in a fat suit. Nice. Unless she was actually pregnant. Which now she, that's she acting. That was acting. Um, yet she was still the best thing about it. Her boyfriend was kind of a dumbass. I like that. And seemed to routinely do stupid things to put them in danger.
1: Eh. Uh,
2: I was really disappointed not to see more androids killing humans. Because, you know, it's a war. Mm. It was just them in the forest by themselves. Like, where the hell are all the androids? Uh, and this film had a lot of walking in it. So much walking. It reminded yep. me wasn't any good of the first few seasons of Walking Dead, all walking and no killing, and no dead, <laughs> and the ending was stupid. It's not bad enough to rage about, but it's a very low man.
1: What? Yeah. Really? You can't yeah. rage about it. You no. lit it every word in your yeah, review. You're being it was nice just disappointing. again. disappointing. I thought we've had this discussion. You're we not did. allowed to be nice we just did. for nice's sake but
2: it just, I didn't hate the movie. I just thought it was
0: okay. mad. I hated the movie.
2: Yeah, no surprise.
0: <laughs> um, I don't even want to talk about it. Chloe Grace Moretz starts in this apocalyptic survival story that starts out with a reasonable premise, albeit a tired and worn-out one. Uh, the movie was just bland. It was forgettable. The fact that I was able to keep my eyes open is a minor miracle. It was a rage. I don't, I don't want to talk about this movie. It was, it was boring. Why would you not want to talk about this movie? Because everything was just... <laughs> In it. It was.
1: It wasn't? Are you sure about that?
0: I'm positive. There's nothing I liked about it.
1: Not one thing?
0: I bet if Ben Affleck was in it, he would have loved yeah, it. Yeah, he probably would have loved it. It
1: would have made it to Matt, probably. probably. Ben Affleck I so the Android, I, he would have loved it.
0: You know what? I don't even think Ben Affleck could have saved this one. <laughs> no, he. Yeah, he
1: would have made it worse. So, so uh, motherfucking iRobot finally completed its job. <laughs> Although, damn, what happened to Chloe's acting? or maybe yeah. as an adult she's just not good anymore i don't I'm know she this, she was think, she was awful in this
2: problem is she did neighbors too i think which is kind of was the beginning of the yeah year.
1: that was also bad i do love my apocalyptic movies as you all know so i'm always going to give some slack for these type of films I loved some of the battle scenes and the android fight scenes. I also like the relationship of the two main characters. It seemed real and fraught with disagreements. And their relationship wasn't perfect. But, ugh. They get to the safe zone, quote unquote. And nothing in this section seems to have make any sense whatsoever. First off, to Murray's point about her boyfriend being an idiot, who, who goes into a macho off to ask a stupid question these dudes are obviously getting drunk and half naked and he's and he goes in there and says hey i got a question about something stupid
2: i need a ride and then
1: and then all of a sudden he has to fight for his life like that 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 was like the dumbest scene on any movie i've ever seen i'm just like you know why how are you still alive nine months later in
0: an android apocalypse like it made
1: it made no sense
0: it was all just bland and forgettable. Yeah.
1: And everything that happened at the whole army base uh, when you get to the safe zone oh, yeah, no, was, was completely s- idiotic. You're stupid. Yeah. I started actually thinking, though, when that point happened in the movie, maybe I don't actually like apocalyptic films anymore. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Also, what did they eat for nine months? She is pregnant, and at no point do we see them hunt, forage, or go to a grocery store. They're basically just walking around with backpacks in the forest and and I can't help but thinking, no okay, did you, you not them? allocate anything to the fact that they, at some point they might've had to look for something or fish or hunt, hunt or whatever. Like I just, those those things in movies like this just yeah. make me fucking crazy. It's part yeah. it's one of the biggest reasons old did not make anything yeah. but my rage list. I loved old robot. No, you liked old. You liked it. You did not love it. Don't I love, try and I love parts don't try to it. fake your memories to please to make me angry I lo- with I you. I love
0: the one scene where her arms are like breaking and stuff. That yeah, was
1: good. that was that was good. But everything else was terrible. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> robot chase scenes, although they are fun because it's like fast running zombies. But unlimited bullets bullets and robots that outrun motorbikes, it just seemed a little inconsistent with what was happening at the beginning of the movie when the robots couldn't keep up to motorcycles, but apparently now they can. Acting overall was terrible. Although I did like Raul Castillo, who played Arthur, who was basically acting like a robot so i actually didn't mind his acting he was bland yeah but that's he was supposed to be a bland robot uh the good creepy robots robot fights apocalyptic theme and some suspense foot stomping good time no suspense the bad the acting the realism or the lack thereof the plot or goal of the film and pretty much everything else the predictable was of course as Murray had alluded to the ending overall i started realizing i don't actually like apocalyptic films anymore Or maybe I didn't like them as much as I used to. Mm. They don't make
2: them like they used to.
1: Yeah. So uh, eventually this just kept getting more rage until it was a full-blown outbreak of rage.
0: That's (laughs) what I wanted to hear. Or
1: what I actually meant to say was, this movie was a rage. Yes. This movie was a rage. Yes. Okay. Quinn Pack... Chloe goes to rescue her hubby, but then she gets caught and then calls for Arthur for help. Whatever. He just comes in and kills everybody. Of course. And so two things, number one, why did she go in at all in the first place? If he could just go in and kill everybody. Good question. And then the second part is, and you know what? I don't care if I spoil anything. People who are listening, if you haven't seen this movie, first off, don't. And the second thing is, so then we find out later that he's evil,
3: Yes.
1: and we're thinking to ourselves still... So evil. Still, I'm thinking, okay, even that plot didn't make sense that she didn't figure out then. And, you know, if you're wearing a suit that supposedly protects you from their rays and you're not wearing a helmet, how does that work? <laughs> it's you, just like... You put way she,
0: too much thought into all just, this. I don't know why you're even thinking about this I
1: just don't get
2: She it. was just that stupid.
1: I mean, how did they... Whoever wrote this, you know, yeah. we've talked a lot about the bad acting. We've talked about the bad script. But who the hell directed this? Because this this was Madsen, awful. Matson
0: Tomlin. Yeah. He, he wrote and directed. He
1: wrote and he, she, they are acted and directed Rick well. Matson yeah. Tomlin. Yeah, no. It, this was terrible. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and to add further spoilers, the thing I didn't really rage about was, yeah, She's in this army hospital in a safe zone. Gave birth to her baby. Well, they cut it out of her basically. Which is yeah, that's the chop, whole thing. Chop. But then, then mm-hmm. the bad guy that you just mentioned. Basically, Arthur? starts killing people. Yeah, because he's bad. Where the hell are all the goddamn army
0: people with the guns? How about the fact? How about the fact that she just ha- actually got this baby cut out of her? They stitched her up, and now she's like running around. Like, well, yeah, she's in a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair. She's chair, fighting
2: off the androids that, no, that the army no guys with one hand. Her. She yeah. wouldn't have
0: yeah. even gotten out with
2: of one bed.
1: hand. That was pretty awesome. The whole army guys
2: apparently couldn't take this guy down. Like, what the hell? That didn't. You know
1: what I was really hoping though. I was really kind of hoping it was going to kind of be like an Android baby. It's kind of like you find out later that she had had sex with a sex bot before they actually went crazy. And then her baby was actually half baby, half Android.
0: That would have made it so much better. (laughs) This would
1: have been made it so much better. And then her baby was there to save the planet.
0: It's like the old VTV show. It's yeah. like the
2: baby's born, and it's like half alien. Yes,
0: exactly. Thanks. I Mario. would like to put forward a vote to move on. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I second that vote. Excellent. Vote. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess
2: we're we're out of streaming now. <laughs> we
1: stop the dance.
2: Sadly, things are pretty bleak at the cinema these days.
0: What do you mean? Uh, we want to
2: watch the three five five. Yeah, we're. When,
1: I, wait, well, at least our cinemas are still open. That's true. For now. But when a top-secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wildcard CIA agent joins forces with some other peoples, peoples. <laughs> to, to take stuff down. Yeah. This, this was the longest made-for-TV pilot uh, of the female version of The Expendables. It was a fast Or at least that's five. what I got for the two years, two hours of... It felt like two years. Two hours of 355. Five. There was a few three, few good things in this movie. And Bryce may argue with me. Number one is Lupita, is Lepido Nwongo. She is brilliant in everything. It doesn't matter what <laughs> she's doing. No. The motherfucking kick-ass-tastic of Diane Kruger as Marie. I want to either... Marry her or be beaten up by her. I don't care what, as long as it's one of them. I'm with you. The fact, one out of every 10 times, I got surprised by something that seemed like it actually might happen in real life. That one time out of 10 was actually pretty good. And finally, the other really good thing about this was Penelope Cruz. No. Yeah, she was great. The rest was awful. The script was transparent with every spyism and trope ever created from the mission impossible plot steal to the expendables dialogue the action scenes were filmed in what i can only consider blurry vision is what i'm going to call it as they as were the chase scenes so that you had no clue what was happening during any action scene in the whole movie and it's supposed to be somewhat of an action movie i laughed quite a few times at the movie but not because i was supposed to it was because i was laughing at the movie itself Mm. just waiting to hear now that the 355 will be appearing friday nights as a weekly series for fox the ending of this just like most of the rest of the film was also so completely terrible let's just make sure i understand it and there is a spoiler coming so not that it should surprise you but let me make sure i got this right two months later all five of the 355 leave their homes for a five-minute rendezvous to say goodbye to the bad guy. Then they leave the place without waiting for the quote-unquote team to take him into custody. And uh, High fives all around. Yeah, this was the most worst acting by Jessica Chastain as well. And this is the same person that only a couple months ago I said deserves an Oscar for Tammy Faye. The most worst acting. Yes, the most worst acting. And she she was she played a brilliant Tammy Faye. Yeah. Just like her acting, this movie was a rage.
0: Cool. All, All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Well, I didn't hate it as much as you did.
0: Oh yeah.
2: why? <laughs> oh yeah. Did, did you say it was a rage? You did. Yeah. Okay. I can keep saying it. Okay. That's okay. Rage. Wait,
1: let me do my robot voice again. This movie was a rage. Yeah. You don't need You're to do robot. that ever again. This movie was uh, a rage.
2: Okay. 355. Five. Ladies kicking ass. Were awesome. they? Awesome. Uh, well, we had some girl on girl action, which, you know, I like that. Mm-hmm. Fighting, I mean. Could you see anything? Cause it was all blurry. Oh, that's true, but Diane Kruger was awesome. She was. Um, Diane Kruger, who I love in everything, and she really gets me going when she starts singing that German. I yes, tell you, man. the German.
0: I don't understand this Diane Kruger love fest that we're having today. Okay, when you
1: put her beside Ben Affleck in a movie, they people go. would not know Ben Affleck was exactly. in the
0: movie. That is a complete prevarication. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. That is what truth... Uh, yeah. It's a truth bomb. Anyway, I
2: love her. To borrow a quote from another review, well, I stole it. Uh, The 355 amasses some of the most talented and electrifying actresses in the world, then squanders them in a generic and forgettable action picture. That's great! Which I think sums it up perfect. It sums it
1: up perfect. Yeah, that does, pretty much. Uh,
2: This film had the same problem as the only Daniel Craig Bond film that I saw Mm -hmm. uh, Skyfall it wrapped things up in a neat little package at the end of the first hour. And you think basically everything's all good. And then they just start throwing more story in and complicated and story stuff. and, and like, story. Yeah. It's like, well, why did you bother wrapping it up halfway through? It's like, it's like a bad TV episode. It was It was a cliffhanger. Um, now the story is basic, you know, bad guys want a piece of technology to rule the world. Good guys or in this case girls try to stop them they almost do then the bad guys get it
1: anyway then the good guys have to get it back mm-hmm. that's a little back sp- and forth but <laughs> sp- there is was, what they call that spy intrigue yeah i guess so <laughs> uh
2: very little of this film surprised me considering it's a spy thriller that's not a good thing i guess we shouldn't have expected anything better from the guy who did x-men dark phoenix oh yeah that wasn't Same that bad. Director. i didn't mind it <laughs> oh it was terrible it was a man. He's genuinely bad with fight sequences. Yeah, the House fight sequences. Is a real problem in a movie that has a lot of them.
0: Filmed in Blurry I Vision. Would, I would make the argument that Jessica Chastain is very bad in fight sequences. Also true. She's also bad acting Ava, in this. Ava, she was, it was the same, very, yeah, robotic. It just uh, does not uh, work. Yeah.
1: What? Did you say robotic? robotic. Yeah, just uh, yeah,
2: set pieces are chopped to bits in an effort to hide stunt doubles. Punches looked obviously pulled, and somehow these globe trotting badass <laughs> women are all made to look awkward when carrying a gun.
1: This made me think of the uh, five of them, wasn't there five?
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: On, on, a, on playing against the globe trotters. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, somebody else made a comparison to uh, the Uma Thurman, uh, what's her name? From Pulp Fiction. The Fast Fox 5. From bill No, from Pulp Fiction. Oh, you know, the one she never got that she never oh, got to make. Oh, right, yeah. Because it's, it's Fast Fox 5. It was five of them. <laughs> ah, there you go.
1: Fast Fox 5.
2: <laughs> uh, I did enjoy parts of this film, just not enough. It was a meh.
1: You're so. Murray. I can't rage. i got to find you that rage, button. I oh, really enjoyed Dan generous. Kruger. You were the most and generous person Diane I know. Diane Kruger
2: actually reminded me of like real James Bond. She was the the most bondish of any of them.
0: I have no idea. Like, she was awesome. She, she was like she driving- was, Nobody uh, was awesome in What this. do you call
2: it? Front end loaders through like a dock full of people. And she had, she didn't care who was around. Yeah, she, she was awesome. She
1: was kicking ass. No. The, the other and ones punching were, the dicks. The other ones were
2: all like spies trying to hide and stuff. But she was just out there. Dude. She was like, I'm going to go punch some dicks. And she worked alone. So yeah, like, based I'd, on her, it was a myth. If she was not in it, it would have been a rage.
0: Okay. Okay, everybody in this was terrible. Jessica Chastain was terrible. Penelope Cruz was terrible. Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o was Bite your terrible. your tongue, that's my Diane future Kruger wife. was terrible. They were all terrible. I don't know what you guys were watching. How can you tell January is here? Crap like this hits the screen. The 355 is a cookie-cutter, outdated action flick that wastes the talents of a very good cast. The story is remarkably forgettable. As you're watching, you can predict exactly what will happen with 100% accuracy. <laughs> What a surprise. Her partner that they imply gets killed, but do not actually show him getting killed, shows up later in the film, and what? He's actually the bad guy? Well, who could have predicted that? that. He was the bad guy. You could have knocked me over with a feather. This was bad writing with a worse ending that stretches improbability to the point of ridiculousness. It is dumb and it is boring and I hated it. It is a rage.
1: Can we just talk about the I ending just, again? The We're ending was so
0: stupid. Like, so let's, let's all buy a ticket to wherever the heck they... I don't even remember. And, how, and, and let's all go meet there. For what reason? So that we can all just... Walk out.
1: Do high fives.
0: Yeah, you, 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 exactly. Do a high five and go, okay, bye.
1: And, and Penelope Cruz's character would never have left Colombia the rest of her no, life exactly. after this. She was traumatized by the entire event. Yeah, she's going to get on a plane two months later after she goes home to her kids yeah. and her husband who were almost murdered by these people. She would now be invisible. Yeah. She would never get on a plane, leave Colombia, do anything. And yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she was and, super happy. And by the I'm way, here, and I'm going to serve you
0: some justice. Before anybody comes to get the dude, let's just all leave and just trust that he's going to get picked. Yes, we're just we'll just go Let's go high five out of the street and it's, say goodbye. It's like what is going on? It's so was terrible! Such a, oh, this was a piece of dog crap. This has
1: to be the worst ending I think I've seen in a movie in a very, very, very long time. It was
0: the worst. Everything. In I've fact, seen you in know a movie what? In a very, very long time.
1: This movie was a rage.
0: It was so bad. All oh, right. my dear Lord, it was bad. <laughs> like well, said, going from that... Times are bleak
2: in the cinema these days. <laughs> <it's>,
1: <laughs> what? All right. Now, going from that...
2: Time for a little special.
1: We talked last week about, you know what we need and we haven't done on this show yet, is our top 10 favorite directors... Of all time,
0: I didn't even believe you. So I like went back. I was like, we must have done that. Like when we were desperate for episodes. No, no, no. We were
1: doing movies. We weren't doing directors. But I thought
0: at some point we must have. Like we were doing. We were racking our brains. Like we got to the point where we're doing top ten animated and top ten movies that had a dog in them. And we were like, we were desperate at the time. Top ten movies. That had a streetcar in them. And it was like yeah. it was getting that bad. If that we didn't was, do top
1: ten directors, if we didn't do the streetcar one, I'm kind of liking the idea of that one. <laughs> That's
0: one back. <laughs> top ten movies <laughs> with a streetcar. Street street <laughs> There'll be a lot of stuff based in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> and maybe parts of Berlin. But otherwise yep. not a lot. Toronto. Oh Toronto. Toronto has streetcars, yeah. Alright, so pretty much every movie.
0: I thought we were limiting ourselves. (laughs) At any rate, sorry, what were we doing this week? We're going to
1: do our top 10. And this this is the most difficult thing I've ever done, I got to say. But apparently it was easy for Murray. He thought he could never come up with his 10 favorite directors. He said, I don't have 10 favorite directors, if I seem to remember correctly. The problem
2: is, I don't have 10 directors that I love every movie they've ever made.
1: But that's not what you have to pick. Not a single your one favorite of directors, your favorite I've directors. Made. And how you came up with that list can be your secret, or you can share it with our yeah. valuable listeners.
2: It, it, some of them are pretty obvious, and some weren't. Okay. I, I did consult a list on Google for ones that I may have forgot. Yeah. liked, but... Yeah well the first three is Wait in Reverse order Reverse
1: order Thank you Okay well, save the, the favorite first, To but, the end
2: Yeah but the first three Are only on here Because I like most of their films Not their recent ones Okay Just so you know So you're gonna they, get a pass is, is that what you're saying They almost didn't make my list Uh-oh. Uh oh Number ten Tim Burton Ooh
0: I love Tim Burton
2: uh, Yeah I used to Uh. I still Batman, do Batman Batman Returns And Big Fish Those, Those are the three I like Nice They were fantastic Number nine, Ridley Scott, mm. who
1: I liked until recently. Okay, I would agree with you sure. there. Enough. Uh,
2: Gladiator, American Gangster, and Prometheus. Prometheus, my Prometheus three was favorites.
0: great.
1: Prometheus was so
2: good. Number eight, also don't like him much anymore, Martin Scorsese. I still Goodfellas, like no, Casino, The Deported.
1: Well, I'm on Team Murray
2: here. Exactly. Then we got ones who I love, 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 love.
1: Like every single thing they've touched is mergasms. Pretty much. Mm, For mm,
2: seven, Ivan Reitman. Yes. History of
1: 80s comedy. That does not surprise me in the least. He's a Reitman Animal House,
2: Caddyshack,
1: Ghostbusters. Bam, bam. bam. In that order? Or is it just
2: random? They
0: they change them up. up. It's like the
1: order he
2: made them. Nice. Uh, Then his son, Jason Reitman.
0: Wow.
1: Who,
2: is, if anything, is almost a better director than him.
1: So he is higher on the list. So apparently exactly. he number is. number six,
2: Juno, Up in the Air, a Young Adult.
0: Very, very good
1: movies. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree. Great choice. He's I good. apparently like him too until recently. And yes.
2: number five, one of my favorites, who sadly is no longer with us. No. John Hughes.
1: Aw.
0: I knew he'd Ferris make your Ferris Bueller's
2: Day Off, Uncle Buck. Oh, yeah. Planes, trays, and automobiles. Pretty much anything with John Candy. (laughs) Yes, pretty much.
0: I'll I'll, I'll just interrupt you. There's, There's like three or four John Hughes movies that when they come on, no matter what I'm doing, what I'm—if I just come across them, I just watch the rest of it till it's a real. I wasn't so
2: much the 16 candles. I'm pretty in Pink. I watched 16 candles. They, they, I and loved pretty in Pink. They were also okay. They I'm here. Fantastic. Got, what are you talking about? There's was way too many of his movies to even put on this list. So I uh, the, 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 the three of my favorites of his.
1: I really love the psychedelic furs band. So there I was in love with that movie too.
2: Uh, and <laughs> number four, who yes. apparently is retired from directing, <laughs> what Quentin Tarantino? Thank God. Whatever the kill. The kill Bills, which count as one movie, I I consider yes. Uh, Inglorious Bastards,
1: so good. Yes,
0: yeah, so Once good.
2: Upon a Time in Hollywood
0: was, was bad. so bad. very very good. Was so bad. Yeah, he it liked was. it. It was Mondo. It was very long. number
2: three. My main guy, who was number one, pretty much my whole life.
1: Steven Spielberg so was number one. He was, but he's not know, anymore. Now he's old. three. He's old. So that does. Yeah. People can be old. Uh,
2: Jaws, the Indiana Jones trilogy. Jurassic Park are the only three that I could put on here, but there's at least a dozen
0: that I loved. Nice. Well, we're limiting it to three. Uh, Number two. What about West Side Story?
1: (laughs) I haven't seen it.
2: I have. I know you have. It was a waste of time. Please don't talk about it. I probably would have enjoyed it, but I didn't go.
1: That movie. Um, Sorry.
0: That movie is a rage. You didn't see it. It It was unnecessary, though.
2: Number two is more of a biased personal thing because, you know, I love them. I've loved him since he was four years old. Ron Howard. I
1: knew it. I knew mate Ronnie would make the top three. Apollo, Opie,
2: Opie, Cunningham. Opie, Opie Cunningham. Opie Cunningham. That is right. <laughs> oh, nice. He's an even better director than he was an actor, and I loved him as an actor. I can't wait to hear your three favorite movies of his. Apollo 13. Okay. Right. Beautiful Mind. Yeah. And okay. Cinderella Man. Okay.
3: okay. And a lot and of number Russell one,
2: there. no big surprise. He's a big Russell Crowe fan. Number one. Is Taika Waititi. Yes. Nice. Who has a smaller uh, group know, of films? Group of films, but yep. you know he's. But he you made, know what? He's he made, undoubted. he, he so. made Ragnarok. So oh, he's, he's almost undoubtedly he's forever on mine. Yeah, he's Hunt, for, Hunt for the Wilder People, Thor, Ragnarok, and Jojo Rabbit. Nice. And I just saw him on Jimmy uh, Fallon's uh, That's My Jam with his girlfriend Rita Ora. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's a hell of a karaoke. Action person, there's
1: nothing he can't do exactly.
2: He beat the crap out of uh, what's her name? Oh, jeez,
1: Eva Langoria. No, uh, I'm just she's picking names. A black
2: woman who uh, did um, what was that Benjamin Button movie? Uh, Taraji B. Henson. Ah,
1: nice, yeah, mm. but yeah, I he, can't see anybody yeah, winning against him. Very
2: entertaining, and he has a superstar pop girlfriend, so there, there you, go. you go. So, yeah,
1: that, uh, that reason alone should make the top exactly. 10. And he's making the next Thor. He's thawed up. Which I can
2: easily say is my most looking forward to movie in probably the last four years.
1: I think I am also looking forward to that.
2: Anyway, that's my list.
1: As am I. Because there's a lot
0: writing on it. There's, You know what? Taco with TD can do no wrong. Except is, in the acting world, yes. he used to be undoubted yeah. that way too. Yeah, he a small blip. It's that's one of those directors is crazy. It's he's not going to be on my top ten. Spoiler alert! But that that's that, that doesn't even make any sense. That makes
1: that makes the least amount of sense of anything I, that's I ever happened ever. But you nope. know, whatevs. You know.
0: Okay, I will, I'll save it for later. But yeah, go ahead. Okay,
1: you're up. We we talked a little bit about this before we started to record, so uh, we know secrets, but. My number 10, Christopher yes. Nolan, Memento, Tenet, Inception. I freaking love, love, love his mind. His mind is fucked and I love it. His mind
3: confuses
2: me.
1: Number nine. Yes. Denis Villeneuve. yeah, and... Polytechnic, Dune, Arrival. And yep. everything he's done, he's in fact undoubted. But he did do Dune. Yes, Ugh. which is the best science fiction movie ever made. Ugh. Ever. Ever. Number eight, Alfred Hitchcock.
0: Uh, Hitchcock's got. Psycho.
1: Birds, North by Northwest. Nice. We talked about him not that long ago, and he's still undoubted. Yep. Guillermo del Toro, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water, and Hellboy. For for no other reason but bringing us a real Hellboy. There you go. Number six, Murray's number number one, Takawatiti. Boy. What we do in the shadows and hunt for the wilder people. How good was Boy? Boy is brilliant. So, so, so so brilliant. Uh, Number five, Ken Russell. Salome's Last Dance, The Devils, Lair of the White Worm. Mm. Number four, who I think most people are thinking should have been my number one. Yes. George Romero. Ah. My favorite movie of all time Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Martin and in my top 10 movies of all time the original night of the living dead there you go number three wes anderson with probably one of my favorite comedy dramas drama comedies or rom Yeah. rushmore life aquatic and the most recent most Anderson andersony film ever made the french dispatch
0: I'll, I'll spoil it real quick. I mean, Wes Anderson, all obviously would be on my top 10, too. If he's not. You just named three movies. Those aren't the three I know. movies I'm going to make. Even with Murray's <laughs> that
1: he picked for Taika. I think the only one we got the same was the Hunt for the Wilderpeople. Um, number two, Hirokazu Kurita. Like father, like son, Choplifters, and the third murder. Every single thing he directs is the most powerful film about family that you've ever seen in your entire life. There's not a director alive that can bring family to the screen like he can. And I will mm. debate people till they're dead. My number one. I, mean, I
0: I honestly have no idea right now. It's
1: the person that has made my mind as much as I thought Christopher Nolan' mind was fucked. Yeah. David Cronenberg's okay. mind is way more fucked. And I have been in love with him since the very first movie I saw of his. My favorite movie of his is The Brood, Mm -hmm. uh, Dead Ringers, and The History of Violence. Dead Ringers. He is completely undoubted. He cannot do anything wrong. I freaking
0: love David Cronenberg. All right. That is a very, very, very good list.
1: As was Murray's. Yes. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Now,
1: the fact that David Cronenberg did not make your list, I am anxious to
0: know what you have to say. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That he, I, as I say, there are so many that didn't make my list that I, like I, we'll talk a little bit rest, about some. I, of I wrestled our, with it. It's some like, of our other favorites. I could have made this. Honestly, I could have made this list like two weeks later, and there might have been. I mean, there, the top top five are probably going to be there for sure. But I can I can make. I, I took people out. I put them back in. I took people out. I put them back in. I just, But did you go through each film? Because yeah, that's what I, I had to do. Everything. I
1: had to go through each film. And some of the ones didn't make mine. Like they've directed some of my favorite movies of all time, but I haven't seen enough of their content. Yeah. So if there's some like, well, we'll talk I've, in a minute. Let's I've, hear your
0: list. 1st I've got, I've got one on here. Well, Let, let's hear your list. Okay, first. Number, we'll number 10, Andrews Thomas Jensen. Um, the nice. Green Butchers, Adam's Apples, Men and Chicken. Yeah. I mean everything he makes is just is good the fact of the matter is he's i think he's only directed but no, everything he's, he's only done, did like so, five or six, six Maybe he's written like
1: 30. We, we've books, talked but, about him in but, the past
0: and he uh, just recently he's got the uh, writers uh, of justice yeah, yeah 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 he's he's so good um number nine Takashi Miike.
1: Oh, see, there's one. I have not seen as much I've, of his films as I want to. Yes. I've seen probably eight or nine, I'm but pro- not I'm anymore. Probably,
0: he's he's directed like 30. Yeah, I've, I know. I've, I've seen about I've seen, eight or nine. I've probably seen about 15. Yeah. Um, You know, Audition. Audition's so good. That <laughs> alone. Ichi the Killer, come on. And yep. the original One Missed Call, if you get a chance to watch it, it's just so, so good.
1: No, you didn't like the happiness of the yeah. Katakuras? I, I liked them all. <laughs> all
0: right, number eight. Here is one of my controversial ones. Uh oh. I've loved all three of his movies so much, but he's only directed three, three movies, movies and he's on my list. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I just, it, he's done, like, they're brilliant. He's made three brilliant movies. The man's name is Martin McDonough. Wow. In Bruges. Seven psychopaths and three billboards outside Ebbing. That movie was
1: so good. He was on my runner-up list. Yeah, I saw
0: two of those. It's like, yeah, he's great. He's great, and I know it's only three movies, and
1: but why isn't he making more? Three, three (sighs) billboards outside Ebbing was was such a powerful film. It
2: was like years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let's hope he makes more. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive to make your top ten list. Number seven over David Cronenberg. I know. What's that
0: about? (laughs) Number seven, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah, so Heart 8, Magnolia, There Will Be Blood. Um, Just, uh, I really... P.T. Anderson's He's beauty. He's also undoubted. He is. Uh, Number six,
1: Park Chan-wook. That does not surprise me either. Isn't he also undoubted? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, old boy, come
0: on. The original old boy. Oh, my... I watched that. Literally, I watched that with my jaw just dropped open for the last half of it because it was like just like wow i watched it again like six months ago so awesome uh sympathy for mr vengeance and lady vengeance that was kind of his his vengeance his vengeance series yeah uh it was you know yes it's all so good which brings us to the top five bum 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 so i've got him a couple spots higher than you Mr. Alfred Hitchcock. Interesting. Uh, Psycho, North by Northwest, The Birds. Um, you know. I you get, know what? I you know why there, I think I... he
1: do- He didn't get higher in my list. Yeah. Is because I I don't go back and see content. Right. Like once I've once I've I've digested everything Hitchcock's done. Yeah. And so I've kind of leaving him in my past, and I maybe should be bringing him forward. Maybe he should be higher on my list. But these other directors
0: are still bringing stuff out. Yeah, it's, it's so. hard. It's hard. He's dead. He did <laughs> <laughs> number four. Pedro Costa. Oh, interesting. He's yeah. on my
1: one of my runner's ups So too.
0: I don't know if any if you get a chance, watch Blood. It's like his first movie, and I the, seen the it. brilliance from this first movie. It's like, wow, this guy's going to be special. And then guess what? He, he was <laughs> um, in Vanda's room. Just so powerful and. One of my favorite movies of all time, Vitalina Varela, which I don't think you've watched yet. No, but I know now
1: I can rent it. So it's on my list to watch.
0: Number three, Darren Aronofsky. Oh, wow. Really? Requiem for a Dream. Nice. Black Swan. Nice. The Wrestler. Mm -hmm. So good. He's good, yeah. Yeah. Number two, he was number one until I actually (laughs) typed up the list. And then I couldn't, I couldn't make him number one because the, 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 the number one that I've got, the guy just makes me so happy. All right. Well, so, so it's <laughs> apparently not Wes Anderson. So
1: Wes Anderson's number one, yes. and whoever this is is number two.
0: Exactly. So number two, Yorgos, Alanthamos. Oh wow. Uh, the favorite. Come on, the killing of a sacred deer. deer. Yeah, just, it's so good. I just love that movie, and the lobster. Um, yeah. This guy is tremendous. I see his name. I, I see that he's coming, he's coming up with a new movie, and I am just I'm just I'm just so psyched to see it. Almost I as get, psyched yeah. as you
1: would be to see a Wes Anderson
0: film. So <laughs> number one is Wes Anderson. I mean, I can't get away from the fact that he, literally nobody exudes joy from the screen like Wes Anderson does for me like yep. i'm never happier than the first time i'm sitting in the theater watching a Wes Anderson movie i literally am just smiling ear to yep. ear i'm usually i'm usually giggling from frame 1 yep i i just get taken in by the colors and the it's just everything's so good So, okay what was the first one that you actually got to see of his because you wouldn't have been really old enough to appreciate him when bottle rocket came out
1: so what was your first no no I, would,
0: I appreciated him what bottle rocket was just like a year before rushmore and i watched rushmore and immediately went back and rented right bottle okay rocket. right
1: that's what i'm saying though but yeah. you wouldn't have been like super old when
0: rushmore came out no i wouldn't have been super yeah, old but so, at the same time Rushmore which is just which is bl- kind of funny me away because
1: that's what happened to me too actually yeah. rushmore was my first yeah. film of his then when i
0: went and rent bottle rocket i was like this guy's a genius because bottle rocket was so if you want to talk about doing, okay well, mean, tell, what's been, your three we've been doing a lot of james con lately james con was never better than bottle Rocket. oh Rock. he was great oh my goodness. okay so what were your top three films out of his and this is this is the whole thing. I mean, you you named Fantastic three, Mr. Fox. It's fantastic Mr. Fox is my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. I've never. It makes me so happy. I could. I, it's. There are movies that I can watch. I could watch that back to back for like two weeks. Like yeah. every every spare moment I had, I could pop it back on and just watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's it, Rushmore did, for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel and the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, those I love would, the would be. And that's it's tough. I mean, I getting your top three from this guy is so hard because they're all mondo like yeah. he does not make a bad movie no nope. so that is my top 10 so with interestingly i mean there's some you didn't get cronenberg uh, so i mean we covered we covered uh like how, alejandro Yordorowski. how does he not in our top 10 stanley kubrick didn't make stanley mine.
1: kubrick Yep. Cohen Brothers. Cohen Brothers, yeah. <laughs> like, well they made inside Lewin Davis, so uh, that was a yeah, race. I what actually ever.
2: had them, I took them off. Did they, you? They were on my list originally Cohen Brothers. Tim Burton? Yeah. Tim Burton was on my list.
1: He yes. made Dumbo, so that took yeah. him off my list. Uh, ben, he would
0: have made it. Ben Affleck? <sighs>
1: Whatever. Sorry,
0: what? Ben Affleck? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> ben, ben Affleck. Sir.
1: So, I'm and sorry, they, he I almost don't rocked
0: my top ten. Made, with one film he directed? The, no, no, he's directed more than one film. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. He did two then
1: two films maybe academy award
0: winner although-
1: <laughs> peter jackson didn't make my list yeah. peter and jackson. i love
0: peter jackson uh
2: sam raimi I almost yeah sam raimi list. didn't make john off. waters
1: uh, kurosawa kurosawa didn't make my list um robert rodriguez but we know why that is yeah yeah as i say Takashi bon- miki didn't make mine yeah. either
0: bong joon ho <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Bung Jun Ho didn't make mine either. Yes. He made like and, two uh, movies? No, he's made tons. Oh. Uh, John, Carpenter, John Carpenter, Luke Besson, yeah. uh, Wes Craven. Craven? I'm craving some Craven, Craven right some now. Craven. It's, it's crazy. It's nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how, can we, how can we leave this segment to go into our next? I don't know. No, I guess we're going to have to
2: then. Eh?
0: Well, I, before, before we leave, it's too late. Oh, yeah.
2: That's it. Right, we moved on. Too bad. Before we leave, nope. moved no, on. Moved before on. we too leave,
0: <laughs> there's just one that I that I think we need to bring up. Nope. Nabuana IGG. <laughs> what the hell is that? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. What? Collywood. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Whatever. And he's also a friend of mine on Facebook. There so that's girl. even better. Okay.
2: Fine. Whatever. He's there. He's <laughs> so good. be number one. <laughs> sure.
3: Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over.
1: My rage this month, weekday, is very simple. Mm. It's going to be quick and painless. Perfect. And I'm going to do it in robot voice. No. My rage this week is... The month of January. Yeah. That's a good one. I am not liking this month.
0: It's the These same movies every year. These movies are rage-filled. How can you tell it's January?
1: <laughs> that's my rage. Just the month n- of January. Nothing
0: but crap. It's like, alright, the movie studios, we got all this garbage that we haven't released. Ah, let's see. That's, it's too late for award season. Right. You know what we're missing? All the Oscar bait is already. We're, out.
1: we're yeah. missing a robot movie. With a pregnant woman.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dump it. Yeah, no. The the one where, the month where a spy go
1: movie to die. that's terrible.
0: Yeah, no. I uh, I am on board with that rage. January is ridiculous every year.
1: That's it.
2: Stay I don't want to add any more to stay it. Stay home and watch TV.
1: Boys season three.
0: So my rage this week is going to be a bit of a spoiler What? For the Rage or Dare segment Up, oh My rage this week is that I had to watch the repulsive Katherine Heigl and the doubted Gerard Butler in the same movie That is a hellish <laughs> agony that should not be experienced by anyone one of them in a movie is atrocious,
3: <laughs>
0: but both of them in a movie together is just inhumane torture to the viewer. There should be a law to stop this type of thing from happening. That is my rage this week.
1: You're welcome. You want to bring me on, bitch? That's what you're going to motherfucking get.
2: Uh, you're welcome. I like George, but all I
1: know you do. I have, no have you me. seen that terrible movie green maybe you'll change your
0: I mind garbage
3: Rage subsiding. False, slowing. Anger fading.
1: well hello america and thanks for coming my name's seth what's yours hey it's jamal and stoney have you ever had drag race withdraw you know the symptoms Not enough glitter, eyelashes not staying glued down, and that red itchy rash that just won't go
0: away. Uh, you should see a doctor for that. And the only prescription for your blues is more Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast.
1: With at least 150 podcasts, seven seasons of Drag Race coverage under our belt, and topical queer discussions, there's a little bit for everyone here. That's right. We're even featured on Cosmopolitan's list of top seven RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts that spill the hottest tea. Join us every week as we bring you a fun recap of the latest episode of whatever season we're covering.
0: It'll make you feel like you're back on the couch discussing the latest episode of Drag Race with all your friends. Stop by thanksforcomingpodcast.com. For links to listen on your platform of choice, links to all of our social media and recent happenings.
1: Oh, what are you waiting for? Go check us out, Hanny. Thanks for coming. A RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. All right. It's Merman time.
2: Anton Yelchin, actor, director, musician, photographer, born in Russia in 1989, only child of figure skating parents who immigrated to California, diagnosed with cystic fibrosis at an early age and hated from nearly everyone but his closest friends. Appeared in 68 film and TV projects in a short 17-year career, including over 40 feature films. Taken way too soon, in 2016 at the age of 27. In a freak accident where he was pinned to a metal gate by his <laughs> Jeep, rolling back due it wasn't, to a factory retail
1: defect he didn't name his car christine though did he i don't think so okay
2: but no it was a, it was a, it, it was a defect
1: in the jeep that basically they recalled them i right know that. that was a um, sad sad story those
2: are the facts it's not nearly the whole story love and tasha is a documentary from 2019 that i recently saw it premiered at sundance and pretty much never got released which is really too bad Uh, This film is a portrait of the extraordinary life and career of actor Anton Yelchin. From all accounts, he was a happy, energetic, artistic kid who had unlimited energy despite having cystic fibrosis his whole life. He taught himself to play the guitar, wrote and performed his own music, uh, was in a band, spent a lot of time developing a vast photography career, Uh, oh yeah, and acted in over 40 films in 15 years with the likes of Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, Robin Williams, Robert Downey Jr., John Voigt, Martin Lando, Glenn Close, Franklin Jella, Motherfucking and Glenn Close, Patrick Stewart, just to name a few. Not to mention three successful Star Trek films as The Boy Genius Pavel Chekov. This film also includes excerpts from Yelchin's own journal, voiced by his favorite actor, Nicolas Cage.
1: Nice. He's got taste too.
2: This documentary by Garrett Price is a true love letter to the brilliant but short life of one amazing dude. I have to admit, I mostly knew him from Star Trek films. I was absolutely blown away by his phenomenal body of work. Hearts in Atlantis, Green Room, Only Lovers Left Alive, Like Crazy, Alpha Dog, Fierce People. If there was ever a definition of mesmerizing, Anton Yelchin was it. Mm. Rest in peace, Antosha. And this also made me think of the past two weeks. We've lost Betty White, Sidney Boitier, uh, and Bob Saget. Hmm. In like two weeks.
1: It's just terrible. It's
2: just anyway, the season. Sorry, a bit of a downer this week, but I had to talk about this movie because it was so awesome.
1: Nice. Cool. And where well, can people see it? Uh, where did you see I it? I saw it
2: on Hollywood Suite, but I'm sure it's on demand somewhere.
1: Nice. Anyway, that's what I got. Oh, myrrh, Usually bring the joy. I uh, got you a little bet. bit of a tear in my yeah, eye.
2: January kind of sucks. What can you say?
1: It does. We anyway, already talked about that. Yeah.
2: I guess I'm up again, aren't I? You are. <laughs> you are
1: up. So the list. The list. This is hopefully the last time we have to talk to about Mr. James gone. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Hey, it's me. It's Jimmy. It's me, Jimmy.
2: Jimmy. All right. Yes, I
0: was
2: forced to watch. How <laughs> or to we had taken that, enough. That these two apparently can't decide for themselves, so they made me watch this.
0: We we went through so much we pain had and suffering. So many, you, you just had to watch one. You didn't get to see
1: any Frank D'Angelo films. dropped
0: it, and I
2: wouldn't have had no problem with it. Anyway.
1: No, but Murray, this is the important thing of why you're ta- taking this one. Because if braser and I would have watched this movie the love of your life or maybe the fourth love of your life james Caan, would be completely doubted at this moment
2: anyway so did he, did he make i watched out of the blue
1: was it a rage
2: whatever problems this film has has Nothing to do with James Conn. Exactly. We're not, and we're not saying we're that. not saying that. For the three scenes he was in for yes. a grand total of five minutes. Yes. You know, James Conn is James Conn. That's Fantastic. right. That's but good. how is the movie. If anything, I feel sorry when I watch him now. <laughs> okay. That's how we feel. Too old to be still be doing movies. <laughs> he hobbles around on a cane yep. and slurs his speech. Yeah. The real problem with this film is Patricia Clarkson. And her aimless, incompetent detective. <laughs> in fact, this may be the worst detective story I've ever seen in film or TV show. Wait, you just saw the 355? <laughs> this is before I saw 355. <laughs> and I didn't hate that movie much as you did. Um, yeah, bet, worst detective story I've seen in years, and I watch a lot of them. Uh, she actually thought Schrodinger's Cat was about an actual cat. <laughs> stupid she was like I'm scientifically illiterate and even I know what that is <laughs> this film did not make me rage however
1: Ugh, Murray, oh, Murray you and your generosity
2: what did make me rage okay, okay. was having to sign up for Amazon Prime and ISC nice. both nice I despise Amazon last time I ordered something from them it they sent the wrong size Ah. And they're courageously packages in a snowbank on my deck. Nice. Uh, but I digress. Rest assured, I canceled both subscriptions as soon as I watched this mediocre film. Perfect. Only reason I did it was to stop these two from talking about James Conn anymore. Oh,
1: he will be talking about. On again. or
2: off, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> Leave the poor guy alone I'll go back and watch my Las Vegas TV DVDs And remember when he was a badass
1: There and you go And that's all
2: I have to say about it
1: Well unfortunately listeners As much as My cold dead heart Wanted to make him completely doubted Because I can tell you this If I know James Con's in a movie I will not be watching it Going forward But apparently
0: Murray will Maybe maybe not He survived All right no comment. <laughs> Done.
1: But you know what? Now we don't have to talk about James Caan, and we don't have to talk about Denise Richards.
2: Yeah, thank goodness. That was, <laughs> I missed that whole Oh, God, that was awful. <laughs> that was
0: That's pretty like awful. The worst month of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe it's the start of something new mm. after your uh, rage for today. Yes. Yeah. That's mm. enough for the lists.
2: Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last week, on Rage or Dare, Bryce pulled two of his favorite actors (laughs) when he pulled the rom-com, The Ugly Truth. This week, Jim goes back to the trough of Bryce's slopped bucket of rage. Let's check with Bryce and see if this film is old enough that it is before Gerard Butler was doubted, or is this like pretty much all his films?
1: (sighs) I, I have to say, I have never been more excited... i am right now in my life Uh, i thought today could not get any better i feel like i won the lottery today uh please tell me what you thought of the movie (sighs) the ugly truth
0: the ugly truth is a failed experiment as it tries to combine a raunchy comedy with a chick flick the result of the ugly truth is an ugly movie that has two of the most doubted actors in cinematic history, Gerard Butler and Katherine Heigl, do not disappoint, as they solidify themselves as bad actors that pick bad scripts. Although I suppose if you're a bad actor, no one is going to offer you any good roles, or at least I would hope not. The film has cringe-inducing dialogue, which is meant to be funny, but completely misses the mark. It did have one line that was mildly amusing as Butler, as Mike Chadwick says. Mike Chadwick. Sounds like a real manly name. Yes, he says, And no one falls in love with your personality at first sight. (coughs) That's the funniest thing (laughs) that was said in the whole thing. What are you talking about? Uh, That's how I always fall in love. There you go. Of course, this line was preceded, By him saying that, you know, if you want a a relationship, here's how you get one. It's called a Stairmaster. Get on it and get skinny. Mm. And then the speech devolves from there. Um, This movie was truly horrible, and I knew it would be as I had seen it before. (coughs) And now, thanks to Rage Your Day Stair segment, I got to experience the torture that is the ugly truth once again. Movies of Rage! (laughs) You're so welcome. Yeah, my job
1: here is done, people. Mm. But you know what? Do You know what? The greatest thing about this—that's no. not even the worst thing—that's in my bag.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> Do you know that Catherine Heigl's been in a lot of movies? <laughs> oh, so no.
0: You just—you just—you're just, you just, uh, just getting me to avoid your bag. <laughs> If there's you, a can't, way. you
1: can't hide from the range.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, now where's your stink bag? Is this right, your that's, st- it.
0: That's, no, that's my stink bag. There's nothing yeah. in it's this. It's looking a little empty. It is. There must be good stuff. Well, I got, your I bag better, I is devoid read. of I white. I can't believe there's only that much left in it. Your's, yeah, I your bag is
1: devoid that. of a lot of white stuff. Yeah, what's in there now? Oh, what's I've that? already seen this. Oh, good. First daughter. How, <laughs> <laughs> how did you put that in there twice? Did you? <laughs> Maybe you just yeah. took it out of the bag. Are you sure. Back in? Yes. I haven't seen this, though.
0: And what is it?
1: This may not be able to stay on in the in it, though. What do you mean? Because, remember, we made a rule. Yeah, you just got to be able to find it. No. Nope. The other thing is... What is the other thing? If it's kid actors in it, if they're oh, in, if still in high school, movie. it is a kid movie. It's got oh. Mary-Kate and Ashley no, in no, it. No, no, they're
0: older there.
1: They're not that old.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: They are. Oh god, they're not old. Okay, so she was born in 1986, and we we said had to be out of high school.
0: They're 18 in that movie. There, are you 86?
1: And this movie was made 2004. 2004
0: 86 minus 2018. There, Wiener, Motherf- you got to watch it. But it
1: was made a year before, wasn't it? I don't want to watch stop. this.
0: I don't. They are they this. are mature young adults at that point, which makes it. <laughs> Something that you How
1: dare watch. you use my own
0: words? <laughs> so you enjoy New York Minute, and you enjoy it with a smile on your face. And if you're lucky,
2: Katherine Heigl will show
0: up. She might. That's that's qu-
1: very quite possible that she might be in it. Okay. Well, you know what you know what that means. We're going to be going away for some delicious, delicious rage. Right. <clears throat> or should I say? We will be back next week with more Rage. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Super Rage love to our, what used to be our members, but hopefully they'll come back. <laughs> Julian from It Goes Down in the PM podcast. James and Philip for their continued support. To our extended Rage crew and family, who you know where you can find them on our show notes, find us on social media everywhere at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site, which stuff on Public is on sale right now, and you can get your award show merch, which we have got up now. Ah, make sure to wear your award shirt for all things and send us pictures of it. We always want to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to feel our rage, but no matter what you do, just make us rage. Please? Please? That's it for this week. Rage on!
0: Rage on!